my branching them. It's your boy Drew, and welcome to the Great Foyardy presents Friday Night Smackdown in a 30 minutes or less. I'm here to give y'all the lowdown on the April 23rd edition of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into all of that, you can find this podcast on Anchor.fm, on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Podcast Addict, Spotify, and Anywhere else you get your favorite podcast. And if you want to join the program, you got something to plug, or you got a question, I, your boy Drew, will put you over if you drop me an email at mrdrewwrestling99 at gmail.com. Let me say it one more time, mrdrewwrestling99 at gmail.com. Let's get into the thing, Bridgins. Let's go. So we open the show and we recap what happened last week. The universal title angle. And trust me, I'm on some good cushion alcohol right now. So I'm a little lit, if you know what I mean. Michael Fole and Pat McAfee welcome us to the program. Cesaro was in the ring. And before Cesaro could even open the Motan chat, Seth Rollins' music hit. Seth Rollins came down and said that Cesaro is the man of the hour. He congratulated Cesaro on reaching the brass ring. He said his match against Cesaro, that Seth Rollins said his match against Cesaro at WrestleMania was the thing that made Cesaro. And Seth wanted the thanks and the admiration for what he has done for Cesaro's career. And Seth Rollins continues on and says that he is offended that Cesaro has moved on to the Universal Championship pitcher and did not want to continue beefing with Seth freaking Rollins. Then Seth blamed the WrestleMania rain delay for his loss. It threw him off and he said that Cesaro couldn't beat him on Cesaro's best day. Then Cesaro said, why don't we just war right now? Why don't we just have a match right now? Then boom, Jay Uso's music lick. Jay Uso comes down and says that Cesaro can never beat the tribal chief Roman Reigns, and that Uso is gonna beat up Cesaro again. Rollins backed are uh, backed off with Uso, and they started conspiring. Like, yo, should we take out Cesaro because he's by himself? Then Rollins and Uso them circle around the ring like some shock, and then boom, Daniel Bryan's music hit, and Daniel Bryan came to the ring and stood tall beside the Swiss Superman Cesaro. Rollins and Uso started retreating, and Daniel Bryan started to mock them for running like coward, like chicken. And then um, Daniel Bryan then made a remark about them being cowards and that they would jump them because if Roman Reigns strode up, it would be three on two, which prompted Roman Reigns to make his way to the stage. Reigns then mocked Daniel Bryan for for his beating him at WrestleMania, making fun of how he was stacked at the bottom of the stack of he and Edge. When Roman pinned them at WrestleMania, uh, Cesaro, or Roman cost Cesaro and Brian main event losers and said it wasn't smart for them to talk a whole lot of garbage, talk smack, when they're surrounded by people who want to whoop their behinds, whoop their backsides. And then we go to commercial break, which takes us into match number one, Seth Rollins and Jey Uso, Going up against Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. When we come back from commercial, these four men are brawling and the ref is trying to break it up so they can start the match officially. That happens, but the finish of the match came 
when Rollins and Cesaro were going back and forth with strikes in the center of the ring. Cesaro went for the swing but couldn't lock it in. So he settled for a sharpshooter instead. Uso broke it up. Rollins managed to tag him in. Rollins started to walk up the ramp saying, I don't need this. Mina need this. I'm set freaking Rollins and left Uso all by himself all of a sudden. And um, Cesaro and Daniel Bryan double teamed Uso and Bryan pinned Uso for the one, two, three, giving the winner Cesaro and Bryan the win in 19 minutes and 16 seconds. So we had a 20 minute match to open the show. But after the match, Daniel Bryan grabbed a microphone and said, Oh, Roman, Roman, where for art thou, Roman? Thought you start you're gonna whoop us, but that didn't happen. That's from Daniel Bryan. Then also come from behind, boop, attacked them, but got put into the swing and was swung about at least a dozen more and more times. Then Daniel Bryan is laughing like a, one of the hyenas, them from the Lion King, and he narrating the whole thing. Bryan said that he doesn't think that Roman is com- coming. Then Cesaro grabbed the mic and said, and they both. Him, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan said in unison were waiting. Roman was nowhere to be found. So Uso was spun about 668 billion times according to Pat McAfee. You know you have to over-exaggerate the thing, especially when you're Yardy. Um, Daniel said that Roman must be afraid to face he or Cesaro without any help. And Daniel Bryan also says that Roman knows that he can't beat Cesaro or Daniel Bryan one-on-one because if that happens, there would be a new universal champion. Daniel Bryan's music hits and we end that segment. Then we go to the back and Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville are in the back discussing what happened in the first 45 minutes of the show. Apollo and his associate, I'm going to call him Baba Tunde because I'm going to struggle with his actual name. Baba Tunde was his other name. If somebody can give me the pronunciation, it's spelled A-Z-I-Z. They both entered the room angry that Apollo has to defend his title tonight after or defend his title after defending it against Big E. Pierce said that Big E will get another title shot, but Apollo needs to beat his opponent tonight first to retain his title. And his opponent will be none other than Kevin Owens. Then the women's WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, made their way to the ramp and that's and then signaled to the back. And who came back? Reginald made his return to TV and was accompanying the, the women's tag team champions to the ring. But before we get into match number two, Kayla Braxton came up on Jay Uso and asked how he felt about Roman not coming out to help him. Uso said he he's about to throw up, and then Jay continues on and says he's done with this disrespect from t- Cesaro towards the head of the table, and he walked off angrily. Then we go into match number two, Nia Jax with Shayna Baszler and the returning Reginald versus Tamina and Natalia. The finish of this match came when the fight spilled outside of the ring, and Tamina threw Nia Jax into the barricade a bunch of times, over and over again. She threw Nia Jax back into the ring, that's Tamina, and Reggie and Shayna Baszler tried to distract, but ultimately it backfired, and Tamina hit a super kick and rolled Jax up for the win. Tamina got the victory in 2 minutes and 40 seconds. Then we go backstage again, and Kayla Braxton welcomes... Kevin Owens and asked him about his IC title 
match tonight. Owens says he's been waiting years for another opportunity for the IC title. Owens continues on to say he wasn't expecting it to be tonight, but he won't be turning down. He'll gladly be the one to knock Apollo off of his royal ped or royal perch when Big E entered the room. Big E called Owens a, per a perpetual line stepper. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. And said that this opportunity, Big E said that this opportunity should be his opportunity. KO says he's probably right that, that Big E is probably right. And Big E should get a rematch. But too bad, so sad. And KO said that this is his opportunity and it's up next. The two laughed at, did that mania, ha 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 ha, laugh at each other. And then they stopped and they cold stared at each other until KO walked off. Which took us into match number three. Number three on the program. Which is for your Intercontinental Championship. Apollo Crews with A-Z-I-Z. -I, -Z. I struggle with names. So I will call him what his, his old name was. Baba Tunde. Versus Kevin Owens. And the finish of the IC Championship match came when Sami Zayn was talking about his documentary is coming with Pat McAfee, and McAfee was almost mockingly going along with Sami Zayn's rambling. Then Apollo hit three consecutive German suplexes for another near fall. Apollo waited for KO to make it to his feet to attack. KO blocked and hit a German suplex of his own, followed up by two cannonballs for two counts. KO then went for a stunner, but it was blocked, and he managed to hit the pop-up powerbomb for a two count then Sami Zayn said that Jessica Carr which is the referee's count was too slow Baba Tunde got on the apron to distract KO which worked KO was rolled up and Apollo Crews retains his Intercontinental Championship in 12 minutes and 28 seconds after the match Baba Tunde took out KO after KO tried to stun Apollo or K after KO stunned Apollo Cruz and as KO was laying there defeated in the ring Sami Zayn entered the ring and mockingly danced to Apollo's music around KO's body backstage again with Kayla Braxton and she welcomes Paul Heyman she asked him if Range would accept the challenge tonight Heyman said that he likes Cesaro and appreciates him and loves the man in a professional way. Um, he said that he would give us a spoiler. That's Paul Heyman. And that by the end of the night. He'll get the answer directly from the tribal chief Roman Reigns himself. Then Megan Morant. New hire. New backstage. New backstage person. Was outside of Apollo Cruz's locker room. And he attempted. And he, he came out. And Apollo Cruz says that. Baba Tunde was cleaning, was cle clearing the tears from KO's eyes, and Apollo said that his ancestors are jumping in celebration for his successful defense. Then out of nowhere, Biggie attacks Apollo Cruz, and before being swiftly broken up by the WWE officials, then. Cole and McAfee introduced the returning. Alistair Black vignettes, which was put together very well. 
Black was sitting in a dark, in dark, surrounded by candles. Black says he wants us to know the truth, and he told us a complete, complete with the NXT Taisha styled animations. The story was about a child trying to defeat the dragon. Black condemned the audience as the monsters in the book. Then we fade to black. Then we're backstage again. Kayla Braxton introduces and welcomes the tag team champions of SmackDown, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, and asks them about the Mysterio versus Alpha Academy match later on tonight. Then the Street Profits made their way into the picture and said that they should have a shot, the next shot of the title. Then Bailey showed up and said to cut the tension, she shook them off. Ding dong, hello Kayla, Bailey said. <laughs> She talked about her backlash opponent, which is the reigning defending SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair. Bailey says she's not she's now going to take back her title because Bianca was so rude that Montez Ford wandered back on screen with his wife. Bianca was on speaker for him, and Bianca said she'll be right there. Now we continue this segment where Bianca where Belair was standing with Bailey backstage and she and Bianca dared Bailey to say what she had to say to Kayla to Bianca's face. Then Bailey backtracked and congratulated Bianca rather than talking smack. Bailey told Bianca that she was the real EST of the WWE. Bailey said it would be an honor to wrestle Bianca and walked off. Then Bailey came back and laughed hysterically before wandering off again. Which takes us into match number four of the evening. Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic Mysterio going up against the Alpha Academy, which is Otis and, and Chad Gable. The finish of this match came when Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio swiftly took Gable out and threw Gable into the corner post. Then Rey climbed to the top rope, but Gable blocked it. And Mysterio reversed that block and hit a top rope Hurricane Rana for a two count. He tagged in his son, and Dominic sent Gable outside the ring, then powerbombed him into the barricade. They got Gable back in the ring and set him up for the 619. Otis tried to interfere, but Dominic took him out. Ray hit the 619, followed by the frog splash onto Gable for the win in 11 minutes and 50 seconds, which for your winners, Dominic and Ray Mysterio. Then Cesaro and Brian were back in the ring waiting for Roman Reigns' answer to Cesaro's Universal Championship Challenge. Cesaro then called Reigns out. Nothing happened. Cesaro said Roman could either come out there and give the answer or he and Brian could come back there and get it. After a few moments, Reigns music hits and the Universal Champion, flagged by his two lucky them, the two lap dogs, Paul Heyman and Jay Usamedi, were to the ring. Heyman handed um, Roman Reigns a mic. Reigns questioned who the Ross is Cesaro and why Cesaro think him deserved to be in the ring with the Tribal Chief. Roman says Cesaro would have never would never be on his level. Roman says. That his issue, he issued the challenge. He's the one that issued the challenge, Boya. Me, Roman Reigns issued the challenge, Boya. And that challenge goes to Daniel Bryan. Roman says he doesn't like Daniel Bryan, but he will give him one more shot next week at the title on SmackDown. Cesaro told Bryan that he has to take it. 
as Brian looked reluctant to take Cesaro's spot, Reigns says that when Brian loses, he never wants to see Brian on SmackDown ever again. After a few moments of hesitation, Brian accepted the challenge. A yes champ broke out as the two of them stared at each other. Reigns held the title up and said it was his and Reigns music hit and he, Jay Uso, Paul Heyman backed out the ring and that was the end of Friday Night Smackdown for April 23rd, 2021. So here's some of my final thoughts. Let's op- let's start with the opening segment and the opening match. A very busy opening to the show. Even so, Cesaro was coming off looking more like a star than ever. And for the opening match, a long match for the WWE on TV. Not complaining as this is one of the better tag team matches I've seen in a while. There was great storytelling, essentially painting Cesaro as an underdog who has the chance to win if his partner can hang in there. That's the best way. I quickly can summarize it, but it works. Uh, Cesaro is coming off in a way that I didn't think that the company would ever see him. Curious on why Rollins just walked away. It's made it seem in terms of Rollins usually being self-serving, but it seemed to come out of the blue out of nowhere unless I missed something. After how great the match was, the finish felt a little flat. The baby faces got their behinds mush up and really only won because it became a handicap match. How does this build stars? Let's go over to the IC Championship match. If you told me a few years ago that Euthanasia and Kevin Steen was going to have a rest would be wrestling for the Intercontinental Championship on SmackDown, I would have completely lit up. But when it's Apollo Crews and Kevin Owens, it doesn't seem quite important, or at least it didn't before the match. Predictable finish aside, this was a great IC title match. The IC title has always been the workhouse title, workhorse title, at least historically. And this is exactly what the two great talents who Go out there week in and week out, put on a great match. No, it wasn't a five-star match, but it was entertaining TV match nonetheless. The Bianca Belair and Bailey segment, I really liked how they used Ford and the cell phone to get Bianca's attention. If they're going to link Montez Ford and Bianca Belair together like they have, at least they feel more equal than Bianca's husband or Montez Ford's wife. This is a logical way for Bianca to find out what Bailey was saying about her. And I love Bailey just as I thought she was going to be a coward. Nope. She swerved us. The main event segment could Daniel Bryan could be headed to Raw or NXT? I doubt we'll see that Bryan wins the title. And we know his contract isn't up until later on this year. They specifically said that we wouldn't see Brian on SmackDown again if he left. So that leaves the other two brands, Raw and NXT, wide open. So I'm abridging them. Thank you for tuning in. 
And the next time you hear me talk the things about the world of professional wrestling will be Monday Night Raw in a 30 minutes or less. You can find me on Twitter. That is at DWrestling99. On Instagram at Drew underscore Wrestling99. You can check out our Facebook page at The Grateful Yardy for more things outside of the world of professional wrestling. And until next time, people. God bless. Stay safe. Take a sip. Ah, Smooth. And remain grateful. Peace. I'm a brother, then we're rolling a stranger. Earth, pretty like an emerald, and one pound. I said, Rally the Chinese, but we thought the Babylon's in the face.